Anna here. Liz is not with me because we just recorded this podcast, except I forgot to hit record. (laughs) So I'm back. Just me. Quick little intro and hello for you. So happy new year from both of us. (laughs) We hope that your holidays were good. Um, Just a quick reminder up top that our studio sale is on through tomorrow, January 5th, if you are listening in real time. We have 250 plus videos from me, from Liz, and from seven of our curvy yoga teachers, which is a really fun addition for this year. Um, We also have just tons of other support um, tracks for people who are new, which is a place where you can find videos that are compiled together for you. Um, Also for a bunch of other needs, we have tracks like Monday through Friday. So there's a different video for every day of the week. Um, We also have the ability for you to obviously choose whatever you want to be using to practice with. And this year we have an extra special um, annual sale. So our prices are better than usual because it's a maternity leave sale. So you can join for $14 a month, regular price is $20, or $125 a year, regular price is $197. So it's a great deal even at the regular price, but at the sale price, you really can't beat it. Um, And like I said, this sale is a better one than uh, what we usually do, what will be coming for next year. So if you're feeling like this is something you're interested in, it's definitely the time to join and we would love to have you. So I'm going to just get us into our main segment here since it's just me. And this is actually a segment that's also just for me. So uh, it's a little bit of an Anna show this time. Uh, What I'm going to be talking about is my word of the year for 2019. So if this is not something that you're familiar with, the word of the word of the year idea I do talk a bit about what it is, how you can find resources if it's something that you're interested in exploring, and I also reflect some on my word for 2018 and how my word for 2019 has come to me. So without further ado, here is that. Okay, so let's talk word of the year. If you have been around here a while, then you know that choosing a word of the year is something that I have done every year for a while. I am actually heading into my ninth year of doing it, which is hard to believe. Um, So I thought I would start off just sharing the words that have been part of my life these past eight years, I guess. Um, so 2011, wholehearted, 2012, soften, 2013, spacious, 2014, expansive, 2015, remember, 2016, rooted, 2017, sacred, and then 2018, my year, my word has been communion. So in a nutshell, a word of the year is something that you want to explore, bring into your life, experiment with, etc. It's much looser than a resolution. I would say it's not even really in the same category as a resolution um, because it's really more like a framework 
than a particular thing that you might do or not do. Um, or at least that's my experience <laughs> of working with one. So in 2018, I chose communion as my word. And the reason that I chose it is I really was wanting something that would be a deepening, a further exploration of what had been my word in 2017, which was sacred. And I chose communion because it felt like a way to further integrate or embody a relationship with myself. I was really thinking of it and the sense of communing with myself, um, deepening my ability to listen to my own knowledge, my intuition, uh, my discernment when making decisions. And my experience of it this year was kind of different from other years that I've worked with a particular word. So one of the ways that I worked with it was in my journal um, when I am journaling, which is most nights. And I would literally just have a list in my journal and I would say communion with, and then I would start the list. So I included heart, mind, body, gratitude. And I would just check in and see like, oh, what is going on with my heart today? Or because I journal at night, not in the morning, what has been going on with my heart throughout the day. And sometimes I would draw a heart, kind of like everything was pretty good. Other times I would write about it, something would be sparked. Um, The same was true for the other things that I was checking with. And I think both through that process and through really probably the nature of the word, um, it felt different than in previous years. I I would say it felt more embodied. Um, In some ways, I noticed the word less, or I thought about it less, which is funny because I was <laughs> journaling about it pretty much every day. Um, but I think what I mean is that I held it more loosely. There's been years in the past where I felt like I need this word in order to kind of like, you know, I'm just picturing somebody with their fingernails, like hanging off the edge of a cliff. Like this is what I need to kind of Survive is probably too dramatic of a, of a way to put it. I have a tendency to put things dramatically. Um, but it felt really like a big shift that I wanted to make. And this shift felt smaller. And what's interesting about that to me is that my need for less dramatic shifts is something that I think in the past I would have not thought possible or I wouldn't have understood And now feels like, oh, I'm doing these refinements and that feels really interesting and good. And that's not to say that it will always be that way. Um, I'm sure this, like everything, it has different um, shifts and seasons and cycles, but that's just where I found myself this past year with communion. So there's been many times in the past where my word of the year has kind of popped into my head weeks or even months before the new year actually arrived. And I would very rarely commit to the word when it showed up, especially if it was a few months early, I would give it time to space, time and space to move or breathe or whatever wanted to happen. Um, but this year, 
nothing came to me. I really didn't even think about it until um, the past couple of weeks. And I think part of that is just everything that is going on in my life right now. But um, partially it is this refinement process where um, it feels less urgent in the sense of I really need this in order to make it through the year and more like, oh, what is something I'm curious about exploring? So as you may know, I'm um, pregnant, pretty pregnant, <laughs> expecting in the next little while here. And so I felt, I have been feeling like this year of 2019 is a mystery in a lot of ways. You know, I know some things that are happening um, here with Curvy Yoga, and most other things are very um, open-ended right now. And so for a while, when I was thinking about my word, I felt like I wanted it to be, eh, not even that I wanted it to be, but more like it was open. Um, But there's something about open that feels a little... I can't think of a better way to put it. A little too open. Um, I was not wanting something that felt like just whatever comes, I'm, you know, welcoming it with open arms um, in a kind of a raw or unboundaried way. And that I think is, I don't think, I'm pretty sure I know (laughs) that that is my own personal baggage around the word open. Um, And you very well may have a healthier relationship with that word. So if you're thinking about thinking about open, then you might be like, that seems fine. I don't know why she's having this reaction, but you know, I don't entirely either. So I'll work that out in therapy, but um, open just didn't seem quite right. And I kept trying all these different words um, when I was journaling and I did a couple exercises, there's like a bunch of different people who have cool resources around figuring out your word. Um, and I'm actually going to link you to some of those in the show notes if you're interested in checking them out. I also have a yoga practice I did a couple years ago for embodying your word or your intention for the year. So once you've chosen one, you might want to check that out. I will also link that in the show notes. So I was doing this journaling and I just kept feeling like it's open, but it's not open. It's like something close to that. What is it? And then finally the word receptive just popped into my head. And I had gone through, um, some people also have lists of words just to kind of give you inspiration and see if anything jogs. So I Googled and looked up and read through a bunch of different lists and it just, it didn't come. I just couldn't figure it out. And then it just like, boop just popped in, um, to my awareness. And I find that that often is the process that it just kind of drops in from, you know, who knows where (laughs) and drops in from somewhere. Um, and as soon as receptive came to me, I realized like, Oh, this is more of what I meant because my sense for next year has been that I would like to approach it with curiosity without a lot of preconceived, ideas or expectations about how things are going to go, about how I'm going to be, the baby, my relationship, my work, you know, everything is kind of in a state of um, transformation. And I'm really wanting to be receptive to that, um, to see 
what's arising, what support is needed, um, allowing myself to shift and change, which I'm sometimes I'm really good at and other times I'm terrible at just kind of depends on the circumstance. Um, so that is the word that I'm going to be working with this year in 2019 receptive and really just giving myself the space to figure out what this new part of life looks like, at least for right now, because I know that even that will be changing many times, um, over the course of, uh, the next 18 years minimum slash probably the rest of my life. Um, a friend of mine gave me great advice, probably the best, um, first year parenting advice I've received so far. And she said, somebody had told her, um, that it's really important in the first year not to analyze anything, um, and especially not to make any decisions about that. So not to decide what kind of mom you are, or how your relationship is, or what the baby's like, or whatever, just to stay receptive. She didn't use that word, but it fits here. Um, and not have to make any kind of final judgments on yourself or the situation, And that has really stuck with me, I think, because I see how resonant it is, not that I knew it at the time in those exact words, but to other parts of life, too. You know, there's so many things that we try where we think, okay, this was my first experience or even my second, and this is just like what it's like in air quotes. Whereas when we give ourselves a little bit of permission and space to figure things out, to try again, to try in a new way, to just get used to it, adapt to whatever it might be, then we find ourselves in a different relationship to whatever that thing might be. So that's another way that receptive is resonating with me. And (laughs) another thing I am trying to be receptive to is how I'm going to actually work with this word next year. I mentioned that in the past I have um, had journaling be a big part of that process. And I don't know at this time to what degree that will be available to me in this year, what that's going to look like, um, the ways in which that process might shift or change or go away for a while. Um, So I feel like um, receptive is going to have a lot of different ways and levels that it shows up in my life. And really that's nothing new. I feel like that happens every year. Um, that's what I find interesting about this process is that I feel like I never know how it's going to show up. And it's very often in ways that I'm not anticipating. Um, some that I am, but many more, I would say, um, that I am not. So I will keep you updated on how receptive is going, what I'm learning, and I want to close this segment here just talking about um, how you might explore a word of the year for yourself if that's something you're interested in. So like I mentioned, I will link you to some resources, that video from me that I talked about a minute ago. And then I really like the Unravel Your Year workbook from Susanna Conway. And then Allie Edwards um, also has some great resources around One Little Word. Um, And I believe that she started this practice or had a big role in that. um, And she started that in 2006. 
So I will link you to all of that if you want to check out your own word of the year. And now we will move into our next segment. Okay, so we are back. I hope that you enjoyed that segment. Liz and I will be back together with you for next week. Let's take one breath together to close. We'll inhale and exhale. The light in me honors the light in you. Namaste.